Hey, 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 what's happening? What's happening? It's your boy Bubbles Parks. If you didn't know prior to this moment, you better know for sure. Anytime I'm rolling through Colorado Springs, I'm checking out Wake and Bake America. How could you not be listening to Wake and Bake? Holding it down with Cammy, Renee, and Mr. Trey. All the way, twice on Sunday. Y'all probably ain't on on Sunday, but it's all good. <laughs> y'all, y'all should be. <laughs> Don't copy me. It's time for what? Football time. In trouble. Gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the My 20. concern is that Kyler doesn't come back until late in the year. And so- Parsons on the move. And Micah Parsons is in. He's hey, tell me you didn't grow up in the projects without telling me. I grew up with a Jason. Third long. It's Von Miller. Putting his stamp on this one. Good for you. I hope it fucks your life up. Uh, I hope you fail. I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm like, these are my friends. This is us. But ball comes out of his hand. Toward the end zone. Picks up. Feels bad for Deshaun Watson <laughs> coming back and having terrible performance. J.K. Dobbins' hand. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. This is more football talk. That's pro football done. Unprofessional. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champions again! What's up, boys? What's going on there, man? What's going on? What's Chris, happening? You don't, have to you don't have to hide behind the mute anymore, Chris. Right? Boys, welcome to the-, the auto. It's fucking beautiful. Oh, God, I fucking just love that you can talk and I don't have to pause and wait for my echo. Chris, you're amazing. One thing I will appreciate from you is your urgency and tenacity to resolve an issue that really was an auditorial fuckery, right? So thank you so much for that. And I cannot tell you that is a real teammate right there. Shit don't work. Let's fix it. Okay. I'm with that. That's this kind of shit I know. That's the shit I do. That's how oh, it yeah, should be. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, not that we're getting paid for this, but neither beach am I. flex. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though. When you come out for vacation, let's just say that I'm going to take care of you. You got to come on a switchbacks week, though, too, so I can take you to a, a match, a soccer match out at the pitch. Yeah, make, make sure it's not a week that I'm going. <laughs> yeah, you're, sure, that'd be great. I'm pretty sure you're going to probably end up going sometime in like early, er, like late April to late to early June in that area because the weather's fucking amazing and the games are early in the season, so it's lit. Whether there's hope or not, well, the sprint, first off, can I just point out that the Colorado Springs switchbacks are actually absolutely an actually really good, phenomenal USL soccer championship league soccer team. They've been in the yeah. playoffs. They played in the they played in the Western Conference Championship last year. They've been in the playoffs. 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 We fucking playoff here. Can't say that about Denver though. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Actually, actually, true story. The year that we. Um, hosted just a couple years ago, we hosted the Western Conference Championship, right? We but sadly we lost, right. finals, but we didn't lose. But we, we hosted it. We were the we, we had a good enough record to be the home team for the Western Conference Finals, right? And at the same year, the Rapids up in Denver actually 
did really well that year as well. Made the playoffs. They were a, a, a division, one of the division leaders on their in their or, or, or conference leaders on their side of their conference, you know, uh, and and so on and so forth. So to, I talk my smack about the big city up north because we have a team down south, baby. Also, Denver <laughs> and the Springs like, has the a team. We're not going to need to go to Denver for really anything. Let's let's be real. We're going to have a, a venue down here. We can actually go see like actual good shows at granted it might take a couple like years but for one republic to open up at the uh, sun sunset oh, yeah. amphitheater oh, oh yeah. man that's gonna be crazy and they got uh, i mean you know ever since the controversy not as big of a fan anymore but um so i don't want to get too much into this or why but i will say yeah. that that big concert here in Colorado Springs this summer too Jason Aldean um yeah Oh, Jeez, yeah. and that's at the pitch. That's at the pitch down at Widener Field. So, oh, oh wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, look at that. See, we're growing. That's that's <sighs> an eight thousand seat state. I think it's eight or ten thousand seat stadium. Plus, for that concert, there'll be field space as well, right? So, it's right. That's be, that's the people are really going to pay that do attend that. It's going to be fucking phenomenal. And I'm only thankful yeah. that that is on a week. The switchbacks are out of town, so I don't have to go down there with that fuckery. I can just go to the game right. next. <laughs> right um but yeah chris once we figure out when you're coming then we'll dial in a weekend that we know or if you come down for a couple weekends and you know we make sure that one of those weekends the boys are in town and i'll take you to the game watch the boys eh? we'll watch the boys i mean yeah, it depends how much the tickets are we can all go you know because i'm i'm not well, that cheap well honestly they're not that expensive and you can probably end up getting seats within like talking range of us because half of the seats near my season seats are actually owned by corporations and so half the time they're empty because they just their, their people or whoever they gave them to didn't come to the game. Yeah, I want to go mash some sushi no, again. <laughs> oh, I haven't been to sushi in a while. Have I ever taken you for sushi podcast? Yeah, people? it's an adventure. Oh. Go with me at some point. It's it's like a whole thing I do. Like I take you on to one of my most favorite people in the sushi environment or world. Yes, I, you I, did. Only, um, I, okay. So I've cheated. But man, when I got that cheat bill, whew, I was like, I got to stop cheating on my guy. He takes care of the bill. Like I order enough that the bill isn't that bad. When I ordered enough at this one, the bill was not good. I don't disparage the restaurants unless they do me dirty. You know that. But um, I, I, it wasn't dirty. It was great food. It was just kind of pricey. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just, you find a good sushi spot and you're like, damn, this is good. And then you see the check and you're like, damn, I know why. Yeah, that place you yeah, took nah, me I to was off relate. the hook. It, and there, the check is always there. That's what I'm getting at. He doesn't give me a discount. It's yeah. just he has great rates and prices. Some really affordable sushi, man. I love it. I love good affordable sushi. Now, hear me out, boys. Uh, thank you, Chris, by the way. If you do have a little bit of background lingo, no worries. It's okay. But mute yourself, Preston. No, I'm just playing. Don't well, at me like that. motherfucker. No, no, it wasn't you this time. Those trucks in the summer drive me nuts, and you know it. Early football season, when you drive by, you have to keep the window open because your house is ferociously hot. You live down in the valley. And so because of that, well, you live up on the Mesa, which is somewhat worse because you live down in the valley, but up higher in elevation. That makes sense? In the valley, so yeah. Hey, you, are what, you look oh, yeah. down on the valley. That's okay though yeah. i mean i look down on all of you from up here at seven thousand two hundred feet it's what it is it's we, up, but never mind never, never mind because <laughs> he's at sea level that's called sea level folks <laughs> michigan's at sea level there's no way 
I mean, it's close enough. Compared to, to you guys. I mean, ever, I mean, honestly, I mean, when I go anywhere, it's like, man, it's really cool to be at sea level. And they're like, you're at 2,000 feet. And I'm like, what's that? <laughs> I was like, is that a hill? Are we on a hill? I didn't even notice. I thought it, we were at it, it's a hill. It's a hill. It's a hill. I really am mountain bougie because, I, you know, at least, so put this into perspective. I'm from a little village that's in the mountains outside of Frankfurt. So I grew up in like a mountainy, uh, kind of a, mount, a little low-key mountainy area in, in Germany. I'm from, I, yeah, I was- A military I'm, base. I, yeah, I'm from here, which is also in the mountains. And I grew up in my other home, which where I'm also from as well, because I've kind of, well, now, by now I've lived up here for so long that no, this is my home. But as a kid, I had three places I grew up because they were transitional phases through my, through my parents' military career, right? So anyway, mm-hmm. Phoenix mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. is surrounded by mountains. And I tell people the city itself is at like 2,000 feet, but then it has a couple of like 4,000 foot high mountains, you know, like 5,000, like right around that mile range. Now there ain't these big boys over here coming in at almost three miles high. Like, no, it ain't that. Or teeners. I mean, yeah. like, but 5,000 yeah, feet ain't nothing. No, 5,000 feet ain't shit. Mild, nothing to us. Like, people in Denver are like, we're at 5280. And I'm like, bro, I went That's to high school. Cool. Like, I'm at 57. I'm like, my, I'm like, my boy's down in what we call the valley, and he's still right below you. <laughs> like, 100 feet. Like, uh, small building. You know, a 10-story building below you. Now, us up here in the kingdom of God. Okay. That was probably too far, but anyway, us up here in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the mountains. You know I do. No. I'm not, you're so uh, you. rich. Folk live? Yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, I'm not rich. I don't live in a rich. I didn't home. say you. I didn't say you. I live in I didn't say you. lightly pro- me, medium price condos, but the people around me have like million medium price condoms, condos, not condoms. Although medium price condoms should probably be on the sus list immediately. Very, very sus. Like, hey, these are discount, low-grade condoms. Wait, what? Who'd you get this from? The GOP? Okay, I'm I'm just kidding. But I do want to make my I make my little slick Trump you. I mean mm. side joke, right? Did you get that at the counselor's office at Trump you? No, I'm just playing, but anyway. So um we're making our jokes. And Chris, I'm surprised you haven't jumped on this yet because you have been ready. For tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is the live taping. So if you ever like, if you like live shows here on Podbean.com, and you like live stuff at Podbean.com, check out our show. We have we have a few shows that do go live now. Sadly, this show will be going dormant until um, like the middle, like like second third week of March. It goes away for three or four weeks. We get a break right before we come back for free agency and we start getting prepped for the draft. And also we try to get back before March Madness kicks off at the end of March. That's the truth. We, we, we like to talk a little college basketball. Are we, are we experts? Hell no. Does Trey watch the shit out of it once? Same with, same with podcast P we sit there. I just sit there and watch it. Cause I don't have any favorite team. Wrestling now too. I just like to watch Play. I'm gonna get back to my wrestling. wrestling now because wrestling is back on the you, table. You got some stuff to catch up on, that my guy. I mean, you. I you make know, binge watch. Lost. It's gonna be awesome. There's so many episodes. I probably have to binge watch my way through. I'm gonna probably only go back a couple months, maybe a month or two, because anything more than that, and I just will never get caught up. You know that because I'm still trying to keep yeah, up with. I got to keep up with my hockey. My basketball team not doing yeah. so well. My hockey team lost to your shit team last night. Fuck you, by the way. But hey, it's okay. Hey, but, hey, but weren't those jerseys tight though? 
they were. I mean, so. we played a hell of a game for having a baby rookie in there. We had a baby. We had a baby goalie that was yeah, not. I didn't get to watch the game. That was not. That was that was not Georgie at all. That was not Georgie at all. That was that was a rookie, twenty-three year old rookie goalie from Finland, by the way, who, who we have great aspirations. Was to be last night. Uh, oh yeah, actually, he's just gotten back. So yeah, he was in the net last night. Yeah, we lit him up. We, we didn't. We still lit him up a little. There. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah, we, we lit him up. Well, dude, dude, you're talking about Nathan McKinnon. And the net, the two greatest scores in the league were in that game last night, right now. And that's yeah, uh, points, points and scoring. It's it's McKinnon and it's and it's 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 uh, uh, Kucherov, but I like calling him Nikita because I like his first name actually. Well, the truth, and it's from my oh, days of watching. Well, I like Nikita, and I'll tell you why. Because from La Femme Nikita on USA back when we were kids, bro. Remember that show? Oh, well, that that wasn't when we were kids, but it was, yeah, yeah. Well, we were I was still in high school. You were a kid. You weren't. You're 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 a couple years older than me. You really might have been out of high school already. I was not when it started. <laughs> Fucker. Great show on. I want to say it was USA. I swear it was like USA. No, there was one that was on the CW. I don't. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was a it may have been CW buy reruns though, so it could have just been them buying the old seasons and playing them because they do that with everything. But anyway. Homegrown it, Maggie. I digress. We wasted 15 minutes of our show not talking about football because, well, we can, but we should get to football. And I do want to talk about the game because I have lots to talk about. <laughs> what I don't have record breakings because of, because of the other, same record though. Because of mental issues, and no, I'm just fine, but because of technical issues, I wasn't able to get the audios of all the awesome things I have to prove, but instead. Um, I'm just going to say them, and you'll just have to take them with a grain of salt or with a grain of lead. I could care less. Here's the truth, though, boys. Did the Chiefs win this game? Well, you're goddamn right they did. Did the 49ers lose this game? You're goddamn right they did. Can two things be true? Son of a bitch, you're goddamn right they can. Two things can be true at the same time. Hear me out here. They want to talk about, okay, so everybody wants to talk about in overtime when they were down, uh, uh, when the 49ers were down at the goal line, uh, Chris Jones comes through the line, Chris Jones comes through the line, hurries Brock Purdy on the throw, <clears throat> and he doesn't make the throw to the guy that likely could have scored if that throws at least halfway okay. It doesn't even got to be all the way okay, right? Just halfway okay because he got a break off of his route early early in the play. Like we're Now we're talking about me watching this play one millisecond. Okay. Okay. That. Okay. Next millisecond. About added millisecond. So I want to say this. In that moment, Brock Purdy lost that game. And I'm going to tell you why I believe that. Why I believe that. Because that's why he was Mr. Irrelevant right there. That throw is in God's honest reason why he is was Mr. Irrelevant and not Mr. Third, fourth, or fifth round, or six, even sixth or sixth round, right? He was Mr. Irrelevant because of throws like that. Because we watched Josh Allen get that same hurry pushback by the defender as he's coming at him and make that throw. We or throw an interception. Okay, I'm sorry. Is this too early to make jokes like that? Is it or is it too late or too early? I'm not sure where we're at because it's it's the Super Bowl recap show, which is the end of our. Of, uh, technically, it's kind of the end of our season until we get back for our real season. Doesn't start 
until April. We all know that we go off the show. Well, but this football show season ends today, and then it restarts in like three or four weeks down the road for, for March Madness and other sporting events. Hear me out here, boys. Those are the throws. Those are the throws that even the little guy like Kyler Murray, the little guy, right? The people bitch about his contract going to be 50-something million next year. But that little dude makes that throw. That's why he was a number one overall draft pick. You got guys like Patrick Mahomes. They make that throw. But, guys, I'll go one step further. The 49ers were lucky to be in it because Brock Pur- – or, excuse me, the Chiefs should not have been in it because Brock Purdy missed a couple of throws that would have likely either resulted in a score in the next play or two and or – Two of them were overthrown for end zone passes. My point is this. Brock Purdy played a hell of a game. He is absolutely the furthest back drafted quarterback that didn't come in as like a free agent or an undrafted free agent or something weird that that has done phenomenal things. And I don't want to disparage him. But what I saw, boys, was the difference between a, just a few throws. But guys, in the fucking Super Bowl, does it not come down to just a few throws? But he, he choked was, under the pressure. I don't think he even choked. I think he just made a bad throw because in the because in the real deal, when the and, and maybe a little bit of choke, a little bit of choky. Chris, you're not wrong. A little bit of choky, choky. And here's why: because in the game where it really matters, it's coming down to the grits and tits, right? And so at the end of the day, he didn't make a few throws that are fucking dimes thrown by top tier quarterbacks. And I think that that's something that the 49ers may be able to correct through training. So I'm not saying, oh, his career is fucking over right after he just got the 49ers to the goddamn – are you out of your mind? No. That's not happening. I'm not doing him like that. I ain't, I ain't fit to be responsible for that, no. But we will but, talk shit about you. Well, that's because you're a 49er. He is a game manager, not a game changer. And he's not a field not general. He's a field commander. And that, and, and 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 maybe you find a field general in a Tom Brady in the sixth round, right? Maybe Brock Purdy becomes a field general it, go, it going forward. Guys, can we all make before we get into celebrating all the wonderful things of the of the Chiefs? What I want to get into next, right? And before we get into talking about what's next for other players and so forth and teams and whatnot, and can the Chiefs three peat dynasty talk? All of that's coming, but before we can get to that. Can we all, and I'm this is a 49er fucking hater here, but can we all recognize that an irrelevant pick in the draft is nobody's irrelevant? Let's be honest. There's also free agents that are undrafted out of college all the time. Make make it to camp, show up and show out at camp and make the team, right? Happens all the time. What I'm saying is, is that the guy that really only the 49ers felt was worth drafting, and a lot of teams would have had no problem signing them as an undrafted free agent, right? That guy took this team to the NFC Championship last year, and it's still largely argued that they may have had a chance to win that game, but they fucking had no other quarterbacks. That was the you guys got to remember that was the year that like Lance went down. Um, uh, uh, was, it, was it Jimmy G that went down too in that year? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He didn't even go to the Niners till this year. That's right. Or I mean, uh, not the Niners, but the uh, uh, Raiders. Though. When uh, Brock Purdy got hurt, the backup quarterback they sent in got hurt as well. So they, they were like, down to a wide receiver, if I remember right, playing quarterback. Yeah. Or, 
It's like yeah. me in high school, dude. I was the fourth string quarterback. You know what that is? You know, you know what they call fourth string quarterbacks? Like I, 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 I got to start at some points, but I told you guys I switched to a power conference high school in our town. And you're just not going to have that job. Sorry. There's been guys there for years in their position waiting for their turn. Right. But I was the oh shit quarterback. Yeah. They had so many damn injuries. They call you the oh shit quarterback because you haven't played quarterback since high school, or maybe you were brought in in college as a quarterback and got moved to receiver. So you can make a read and throw a ball, a nice spiral. But you're called the oh shit quarterback when you're not on the roster as a quarterback. Like in high school, I was listed actually as the strong safety and oh, a shit running back. Because they don't put oh shit quarterback in the yearbook, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you can get it. I mean, if they did it in a college yearbook, that'd be yeah. funny. But not a high school. They're not going to. They're not going to let you get away with that in a high school yearbook, buddy. Now, I just want to recognize the greatness of of really what Brock Purdy's accomplished. Uh, look, I'm a diehard 49er hater. Y'all know that. So you all know this is coming. You know this is coming from a true and pure. Like Cowboys fan right there. I'm coming as a true and pure quarterback, quarterback fan, quarterback analyst, quarterback friend, and, I, and, and at a way less significant, way never nobody level, I still understand your job. I, I coached quarterbacks, played quarterbacks, right? Love them. Guys, I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart that I am absolutely on in public trying to be the biggest hater of everybody 49ers, including Brock Purdy. But the truth is, I'm low-key fanboying. The kid is doing something that every one of us dream of doing. Man, you've Show always up. been on Brock the Cox Cack. I have been on his jock a little. I'm not I've been on Brock's jock a little. I'm not gonna lie. It was the nickname, actually. I told you I hoped he did good just off Brock the Cock. That's a great oh, yeah. fucking I mean, you said you expected him to good do good with a nickname like that. Well, and, and then you're also, you know, down for CMC. Remember, the, then we remember we had and the low key, Remember we had the low key confirmation that there may be truth to the that the, that the accolade Brock the Cock comes from high school, and for all the reasons in the name and nothing to do with football. And I just have yeah. to respect the man that is, uh, shall we say, of the company included. Variety, and we'll leave it at that. I respect the shit out of that. I'm like, good for you. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Put the hammer down and show them who the fuck you got. <laughs> and I'm one of those quarterbacks too, am I not? Big old cocky son of a bitch, rooster on the field. Fuck. You a little, little cocky son of a bitch? Fuck you, you bastard. I hate you. You're right, though. But yes, a little cocky son of a bitch. And uh, and I just love it. And I, and I just want to recognize that... Real recognize real when you're a cocky motherfucker too. And That's real right. recognize real. We all love real. our short kings around here. Hey. And I am just proud of that kid. And while I can't like the fact that he's a 49er, I'm oddly inspired by where this could genuinely go if he were to able to correct just a few of those time points. Are the producers going to allow us to talk about the unfortunate incident that happened at the parade? Oh. I would like to not disparage the Kansas City Chiefs' success at all cost. But I will allow, and I, it's funny you mention that because I told Preston that I didn't want to get into it, into it, into it, because it's just a, a smudge on the city of Kansas City's 
folk that were involved in the bad side of the criminal side of that, right? But I want to point out right, that, yeah. so please tell us what happened, Chris, but I just don't want to harp on it because it has nothing to do with the Chiefs themselves, and I don't think that's fair to them. Well, I mean, there, there was an incident in the crowd between two individuals I'm that they've determined. How you the same that- thing, dummy? Sorry, go ahead. Between two individuals that ultimately turn into a shooting, um, I do want to pay a great thanks to Taylor Swift, though. Yep, She's donating money to one of the families that had a daughter that passed away. I think it's. I think one person died, and there's a bunch of injuries. I don't remember. She, you, have, you guys can look it up and confirm. Yeah, for me. She was one, shot in the uh, stomach. One in twenty-two. Yeah, Ooh. but yeah, there, 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 there was. There was one, I think that's the one that Taylor donated to is the people who lost the family member. A hundred grand. There are definitely ways that you can donate donate to some of the victims that, you know, I always say the loss of life is so horrible, but remember there are also victims that- Her son was also shot though, let's not forget. Well, I I just want to say that there are also victims that are physically injured that have to mm-hmm. now live and, and 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 largely pay for medical bills and things of that nature. So if you can help out, have a helping heart. Like, look, I know when I ain't got it, I ain't got it, and I ain't ashamed to say that. But when I got it, I give it. And anybody who's ever known me knows that. So, you know, when you got it like 20 bucks or something on the slide, um, y'all are making me feel guilty that I ordered pizza already and paid for it now. You know that, right? I'm making me feel guilty. I'm doing this to me. <laughs> I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty. I ordered a pizza and I should have donated. That's how I feel right now. Damn it. I, I had pizza the night too, so don't feel bad. I really just did for myself. I feel like I should have put that twenty bucks just in the big kitty pot so they get split up between victims, Trey, you know. Trey, 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 Trey. Coach? Trey. Yeah, coach. Shut the fuck up. Okay. What did I tell you earlier? What did I tell you earlier? Treat yourself, boo boo. You did say that. You liter- those I mean, those are right. literally like he's not even being cute on the show. He literally said that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But I mean, ultimately, we just want to tell the families and people that were injured in this whole incident that our hearts go out to. And we yes, really, very show, and we really just showed how bad we don't get paid for this job. <laughs> but anyway, you can laugh. We, okay. we apologize for that. And we apologize that we don't get paid for this job. We don't apologize for doing it for free because we love what we do. There you go. But we do apologize for not getting paid. Because we'd like that too. So if you'd like to donate, to, no, I'll just play. Bad form, Trey. Bad form. It's just not the right. It was. It was the right thing, just not the right time. We we should have a Patreon page, though. You know, honestly, oh, I was, yeah, uh, I was oh, putting like a. You can help out the cause on our website. I need to probably do yes. that, like right at the top. Donate to free private pirate. I mean private radio. <laughs> um. No, I actually pay all the bills out of my pocket. Now, honestly, if you're really a truly a genuine podcast head and you're just checking us out, I really do pay for all the expenses of this show out of my pocket. And then I still try to get my really boys. That's what it's in the penthouse. Yeah, sure. Um, and I really do try to take care of my guys and take care of my people. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's just who I am. Um, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a Chiefs jersey for Chris for finishing the show with us when he comes out to visit in my closet waiting for you. Nice. And I even. I was even getting C4 one, even though he only made it to the end of the season. But because he has a school excuse, he will let him slide. But he really showed up when he wasn't in school. This 
this time. So C4 gets a C4 gets a, a jersey. Let's talk about that though. Hey, before we even get into the winners, no, I'm just kidding. So the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. Um, I this is why I'm mad I didn't have time to do the audio because of everything that went that, that happened this week. It's crazy because part of the audio I wanted to pull was from the preseason prediction show. Not to not oh, like no. yeah, stick it in your face. No, I just wanted to pull the audio where I sure, said are the best team to repeat in 20 years. I wanted to get that audio of me saying that. They're the best chance to repeat. Yeah, yeah, the best team to have a chance to repeat in 20 years because they had the team, they had the lineup, they had the defense, they had everything. We were concerned about weapons besides Kelsey. You know, besides Kelsey, we were concerned about weapons. And before there was anything done in any, you know, most drops uh, of the season and all that nonsense, right? Um, I got to tell you, I really was like, yeah, these guys are going to eat. These guys easily have the best chance to get there. It wasn't easy. So my hat's off to the Chiefs. It really, really wasn't easy. Not even close, right? Like, dude, it went to overtime. The other team had the lead in overtime. And you got the ball back. And this is where it gets interesting. The defense holds. Now, this defense has been really good all year. A little struggle against the run, and that was blatantly evident. Not Like, Christian McCaffrey would have been the MVP of this game had the 49ers won because he ran all over the Chiefs, let's be honest, right? That was the one. And, and we called that a, the Achilles of the Chiefs, did we not, last week? That both of their Achilles heel was really the run game. Now, the Pacheco fumble hurt, hurt the Chiefs because I, I'm telling you right now, the Chiefs, oh, basically took the, yes. Chiefs took an opening drive turnover right down the fucking field and was about to shove it down your throat, and this was about to be a whole different That's game. The start of the second half, dude. Definitely. Sorry. Definitely. But way, this was about to be a whole nother game. No, even early no, early on, they were getting stifled. You're right. It was at the end of the – you're right. It was later on. But either way, this was about to turn into a whole – and I even said I, – I told my son, I said, dog, these dudes got to – I said, they got to score here. Remember, it was 10 to nothing, actually. Right, guys? So remember that. And I'm like, holy shit, the Chiefs have the ball. I'm like, field goal minimum, touchdown, hopefully. These son of a bitches have to score here. Bottom line, it must be done. And um, they and they get the three, and I'm like, I turn to my son, I said, this might be the only reason that the 49ers do not blow this game up right there, those three points. I said, now let's see what happens because they do get the ball at the, at the start of the first half and they have to score. They have got to do something, right? So guys, so the Chiefs come out at the end of the start of the first half and they three it out or start of the second half rather. I'm sorry. And they three it out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And by the way, the Pacheco fumble was earlier on. It's why they didn't score early on on that. It's, it's basically why they didn't score in that first drive after they got the turnover. So they got they had the drive where they three and outed. Then they got the turnover on the next drive. Then they came down the field and Pacheco fumbled, if I remember right. Now I could be a little off there, but it wasn't early. It was earlier in the game. But Pacheco had problems all night, bro. If you guys remember, yeah, we talked in the pregame show that you know it was going to be key plays in the game that were going to swing it one way or the other. We knew, and we knew somebody else oh, yeah. had to fuck up, and. For, and, and, and sadly, on the Chiefs' part, the person that fucked up was one hundo legit. The person that we thought was actually a key to the success of the Chiefs game, right? And so what we saw was a struggle because that key to the game was not 
generating the yard. Now, I mean, he had some angry runs and some good runs, and he did well. But, dude, Patrick Mahomes had 66 rushing yards and led the Chiefs in rushing. That tells you that he didn't do great. The way that the Niners defense played uh, Mahomes, it reminded me of Super Bowl 55, the way the Bucks defense was playing at first because they didn't allow any points until, like, Hey, but what was that? The, I was like, oh God, this is not the same shit. This is not the same game plan. What else didn't they do that the Bucks were very successful doing too that they did do early but didn't do later? Pop quiz. Well, yes, but more specifically, a factor of what Mahomes does on the drop back, what did they mm-hmm. what were they very successful in the first half doing? And what the really the Buccaneers are very successful doing the entire Super Bowl. Back then, Nick Bosa. Patrick likes to roll out, and Nick Bosa kept taking that rollout angle away and forcing him to either throw the ball away, or 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 check down, hopefully, or somebody's fucking feet so it doesn't get picked off. You know? Yeah, he'd put hard pressure on him. Yeah, and and not making those like sudden bad plays. He's like accepting the fact that we can punt the ball away and I can get the ball back. We can score later time. No, 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 no. Let me ask ask a cool question. What did Patrick Mahomes not do in that game, especially in the second half? That that I just told you Brock Purdy did do, and probably is part of the reason early on that the 49ers didn't take this bull by the horns and shut shit down, which is what I thought was about to happen. Because the Chiefs were three and outed at the start of the second half. So I was like, oh, fuck. But they ended up turning the 49ers over or getting the ball back. I think Brock Party threw an interception, actually, on the next drive. And then, they, yep, and then they were able to get, I think, a, a touchdown and, and and bring it to within a point or something because the 49ers scored again or whatever. But uh, no, because it was 6 It was a field goal off of the, I think, an interception was the field goal. It because was a field goal. It was, then it was a, a touchdown. 10, yeah. It was six to ten. I remember and that. Then it went back and forth. Hold on, we're, we're largely forgetting two of the best records set in that game. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the 55 yard field goal that was and then, then? Was 57. Buckner was Both like records. Buckner was like, get your fuck ass missing field goals in the in the divisional round and in the NFC Championship ass out of here, motherfucker. This is my game. I do this. That was what Buckner, in my eyes, felt like he did. Seven yards, bro. I was like, what the fuck? And the Super Bowl. I mean, it's not the largest, like, the longest one kicked, like, in game, but it's the largest one kicked in Super Bowl history. Best place to pull that off, huh? Yeah. Can I ask both of you a question about that? Y'all know I'm the schwami. I know stuff. I remember weird, dumb-ass shit about football for no fucking reason other than I love football, right? Which, I mean, that's how it should be. Let's be honest. But within saying that, guys, I got to tell you, I I just want to ask, were you both shocked that the longest Super Bowl field goal was under 55 yards? Or was that just me? Yes. I know a lot of no, shit. I was actually kind of shocked. And I just felt like 55 yards seemed a little like on the less side. Yeah, for sure. Because like that was the, weird to me. the I was longest like, that's, that's in a know. game is like 65 yards, right? Ten, yeah, about t- 66. Actually, I think is Tuck. Tuck's one that bounced off the goalpost and went, or went bounced off the crossbar and went in. It was 66 yeah. yards. See, Man, I, still- you guys remember when Jason Elam hitting like a 62 yard field goal made people lose their fucking mind? That yeah. shit's been busted it's, by four yards. And people do not understand what four yards tacked on to the length of a field goal really means. They just don't. 
they just don't. When you talk about up angle trajectory, the spin of the ball, down angle fall at the end, and uh, initial velocity versus the vo- the velocity it loses if it doesn't get a good spin and so on and so forth. Four yards. You got to make the math math. Geometry, trigonometry. Right, Trig? Uh, you got to bust out calculus. <laughs> an algorithm to understand what the fuck just happened. Yeah, it's it's like that. And so you're like, I was I was the placeholder for an all-state kicker on our team in high school. And he taught me how to kick. That's how, guys, that's how I know I could kick a farther field goal than punk ass grunk on FanDuel. I'm just telling you, I can. Because I was taught. Oh, did he make this right. one? Missed it again. And I said he was going to miss it. I should have some goddamn money on it because I knew his ass was going to miss it. Because there's one thing I know about football tight ends can't kick fucking field goals. <laughs> so, anyway. I mean, I go to a break, I don't see but- anybody can do it. Because and and I want to go to a break because I want to spend half of the show celebrating Chiefs as the first back-to-back champions in 20 years as a dynasty. And if you don't like that word for them, like we can talk about that. But I'm going to make my case, and it's pretty strong. And um and and I want to go one step further. I want to I want to have the question: Can the Chiefs repeat? That's what I want to talk about when we get back, boys, because it's the first time in 20 years. It's only the second time since the Cowboys to have an opportunity to go back to back to back. Many of people have had that chance to do two in a row and have failed miserably other than the Patriots and then going to the Cowboys and such. Many teams have had an opportunity but have failed to do the second one. But far and few have had the opportunity to three-peat. Far and few have had a chance. Far and few? Okay, few? isn't even allowed to be in there far because no one's done it and the question becomes the next opportunity has finally arose after 20 years can it be done this is your station I like this right here. the people station monuments falcon here, here, here comes the heat y'all Give me a train any day. I love an Amtrak. No bag check, no security. It's almost like they want a terrorist. (laughs) I hate flying. Flying is so high maintenance. You know, flying is like a high maintenance chick. Like, you want to get inside me? You got to get an hour early, take your shoes off, and do a body scan. You're like, good Lord. Not a train. Train's like a fat chick. Like, get a beer. Get in here. Yeah. No security whatsoever. You can walk on a train with three suitcases full of cocaine. Like, hey, see something, say something. Choo choo. <laughs> oh, I love a train. This is how sad and lonely trains are. Trains don't ask to see your ticket until the train has left the station. You know? <laughs> they don't care. How much of a? You've already started moving, and then they ask, how much of a f- do they really give? <laughs> Tickets, please. I don't have one. We gotta buy one now. I don't have any money. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, yeah. Woo. yeah. Enjoy Newark. Yeah, all right. Hey, what's going on? It's the Hungry Hustling American Dream Afro Man. Wake and bake, America. Yeah, you're chilling with Mr. Ashtray. Uh, that's Mr. Trey, not Ashtray. You're listening to Mr. Trey, and you know why. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, it's time to have that talk. Yeah, I'm talking to you, homeowner. Don't you try to run away, townhome renter and apartment renter. Look, every time we move, they charge us a ridiculous amount of money. Every time you need something remodeled, those people charge you a ridiculous amount of money. So this time, when I move, I got my whole deposit back. Now, I can't promise you the same results, but what I can tell you is I went through Quality Peak Customs. That's right. That's handyman and remodeling. And at Quality Peak Customs, they're going to take care of you the best they can to help you get the best job you can. So whether it's moving out, needing your apartment brushed up for the handover, your townhome, you want to rent that out, you need it fixed up for the big remodel, hey, that house... When's the last time you've done something? Well, when you do it, why don't you call Quality Peak Customs at 719-964-6871. That's 719-964-6871. You can also email Quality Peak Customs at qualitypeak.customs at gmail.com for your free quote today. You can check out Quality Peak Customs on Facebook as well. Let's go with Quality Peak Customs for your next move, your next remodel, or the next time you need a helping hand around your home look everybody loves creativity good food and hard work that's why it's so easy to love sam's creations sam's creation is award-winning cannabis food creations find sam's creations on facebook and instagram with sam's with a z creations with a z or place your order today at 719-283-1701 I've been saying this for how long? <laughs> like I can't step outside naked. He jumped into the river. What did you do? Did you run the I jumped the in. River, right? I let autocorrect make me look stupid on Facebook every day. With Luxembourg. I can't do it. It's Luxembourg. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That's what they all say. You to give me the hump, the hump, and the hump, the hump, the hump. Oh, look at you, girl. <laughs> tracking app on it and it found that who is actually using that <laughs> welcome home gentlemen from the fourth infantry division fourth ID. Yeah, yeah. i think he was trying to be funny but it kind of escalated i think he was trying one. to hit her on a discount oh, oh. <laughs> are you troubled by pop culture references in the middle of the night do you or a loved one experience feelings of dread finding collectibles in your attic or basement Joey, have you ever been in a Turkish prison? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Control, Control all, throw against wall. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your mind-numbing needs. We're, We're ready, ready to, to believe, believe you. Hey, it's your girl, Cami Renee, and you're listening to Wake and Bake America Show. You know I bring you the best. We're smoking. <laughs> It's time for what football time. In trouble, gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the My 20. concern is that Kyler doesn't come back until late in the year. And so- Parsons on the move. And like a Parsons is on. He's hey, tell me you didn't grow up in the projects without telling me. I grew up with a Jason. Third long. It's Von Miller. Putting his stamp on this one. Good for you. <laughs> I hope it fucks your life up. Uh, I hope you fail. I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm like, these are my friends. This is us. But ball comes out of his hand toward the end zone. Picks it feels up. bad for Deshaun <laughs> Watson Put coming back ball. and having terrible performance. J.K. Dobbins' hand. 
And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. This is more football talk. That's pro football done. Unprofessional. time it might be morning time but you know we've been so going on gotchas we've been so professional we haven't actually said that this is actually wake and bake america radio and this is the blunt football talk show that's pro football done that is pro unprofessional as fuck. as fuck hey there's no echo chris can play again Love yeah. game on you don't understand how it's the little things that really do like make it like nails on a chalkboard through my ears that make it like Evan. It's through my ears. the little things. It's the little things. It's the little things that make Evan in my ears, man. That's what it is. All right, so boys, listen up here, okay? Um, a couple things. So before we went to break, so we needed to talk about the game, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we should get to the game. For somebody, this game was great. Just kidding. Actually, it was great for both. Honestly, um, I believe I said, I don't know if I texted you guys, but I know I said it to my son. I said, I'm going to have to change somebody out of my top five in order to um, in order to put this game in there. Because how do you not put the first real full overtime game? What do I mean by that? Why do I say it that way? Boys, you know why. Because there's only been one other overtime game in Super Bowl history. And it was before the rule was changed so that both sides actually got a chance with the ball. The last yeah, time well, there was an overtime, the Patriots got the ball, went down, scored, won the goddamn game. Or simple and plain. Yep. Simple and plain. Now, I know some Falcon fans that would like to have a chance at that. I know some... The, the rule... Everybody thinks the rules changed because of the Bills and, and the Chiefs. And I'm like, no. The rule was changed to all of the playoffs because the Bills and the Chiefs. The rule was actually oh God, changed to the Super Bowl. The, the People lose their mind over weird stuff. And I'm like, that's I know you don't know the history. The rule was changed for the Super Bowl many moons back when, this, when the Patriots had the greatest comeback on earth. And I was in Vegas for that weekend, so it was fucking the greatest comeback, and I was in Vegas. And why? I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Why? I, at first, watching Patriots fans cry, and then watching that transition to Falcons fans cry in the bar I was watching the game, it was fucking priceless. Cammy will tell you. I was you seen in a while, wasn't it? I was tickled pink, and Cammy will tell you I was losing it in a funny-ass way because I was like, this is fucking great. These guys are, it literally just went from them being sad to that crew being sad. Love this. It's the flow. You, you actually got to see the flow of energy. Flow of energy literally shift from one side of the room to the other, to the other group of fucking Who family. says momentum isn't real? It was poetic awesomeness. And it was, it was poetic life in motion. It was emotion in motion. Huh? So it was awesome. It was fucking great. Like I always forget stuff like that. And then you, you, you say something that brings that out of me, boys. So let's get to this real talk. 
Patrick Mahomes gets the ball after the defense shows up, drives down the field, scores the game-winning touchdown, throws it to nobody, guess who it'd be? Rico Hardman, who was sent to them from the Jets. Ready for this? Weird nuggy. During hard knocks with the Jets, Nico Hardman was asked who would, who, who would, essentially who the Jets would play in the Super Bowl. You know what he said that who he would be competing against in the Super Bowl? During hard knocks, a man said the San Francisco 49ers during the preseason. He has the he has the gift, boys. He has the gift to see. He does. No, seriously, that was pretty cool though. That was a pretty cool nuggy, right? I, I, I found that nuggy online. I thought that was really a good one. So, gentlemen, I digress. Well, but no, no, what? it really was a good nuggy. I, I forgot yeah, I was on you for a second. I was letting you talk about interruption. My bad. I wanted to go to both of you. It was a good nuggy. Definitely a good nuggy. And go to YouTube and ask you your thoughts on on how this game really unfolded. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of gave a little bit too much away in the first half. And you guys understand that I watched that happen, you know, in that way that I just described it. But I want to go to you guys and get your feelings for the game because it's such an experience to watch a game like this that does this. All right, um, I'll go first. Uh, as for me, I was at work, so I had you know, to listen to it with a as live as it was going on. So me and like everybody else at work was anytime they walk past me, like, well, what's the score in the game? I'm like, it's blah 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 blah. Like two minutes to walk past me again. I'm like, oh, the score just changed because such such just scored. It's like, oh shit, it's it's going down to fucking uh the the Niners got the ball four minutes left in the game. They're gonna go down, right? Hold hold the ball to as long as they possibly can. Kick a field goal, win the game. Can I freeze you there? Can I freeze you there? Yeah. Yeah. It's only to ask a question. I'm not trying. I'm actually trying to work on not interrupting. Um, not just in my personal and professional life, honestly. But I did want to ask a question. I don't want you to get too far down the road of what happened after that. A lot of people took issue with Shanahan not trying to go for it on fourth down instead of and instead taking the points and i just want to get your two thoughts on that before you get too far away from that though but ultimately whose decision was that to make that play like that you mean the third what wait what play the third down play that he didn't make the throw right right Oh, I got you. So why why he would have had to go for it in the first place was Brock Purdy. Honestly, I'm not even as faulty on Brock Purdy. Yeah, he didn't make a throw that most of the top tier, you know, first round, second round quarterbacks are probably going to make that he didn't make. It's clear as day to me. There's no question about that throw should have been made. However, and he overthrew him. However, <clears throat> he had Chris Jones fucking chasing him down. So there's that part of it. Literally coming with a hand in his face, right? So there's that. I'm not I'm not gonna fault the kid, but he didn't make the throw, you're right. But then it becomes after that listen though. My question isn't that though, Chris. And I'll guess me. My question is once you're in that situation, do you take the three points and count on your defense to hold against the greatest quarterback and of, of the current time? He's he, To me, he's the active GOAT. That's what I'm calling him. He is the GOAT amongst active players. And if you say different, good for you. But I I don't know how you can right now at this moment in history. He has literally Facts. taken he's a, Tom and walked three Super Bowl wins before the age of 28. Tom Brady didn't have that till he was at least 30. And he got his so, so he got his sooner and he got his back to back soon. No, Tom got his back to back early. I take that back. Oh no, but not sooner than him. he came in off the bench and got that first one. 
that's not fair. He played like most of the second half of the season because Bledsoe was hurt. That's not fair. You can't. You can't. Oh, be did Bledsoe start? Didn't oh, he start? Okay, anyway. We're way off track. We're way off track. Back to the question, though. We, we are. We are. We are. Anahan chose to take um, the before you continue your dialogue, and then Chris Tez says what his points from the game and what he saw happen there. I just want to ask you guys. Do you take issue with the Shanahan field goal versus going for it on fourth down for the seven points? And I'll answer first and say, I don't, because you're not in a situation to get points again if you don't take the points. And that's why I didn't take issue with it. But a lot of people did. What's your take, boys? <sighs> to me, that's, that's, that's kind of a tough call because I, was, I wasn't really mad of it. I was like, I wish you did go for it, but – at the end of the day, I understand you got to get those points because with Mahomey on the field, if you don't, he goes out and scores. That's game over anyway. Podcast P bet on the Niners too, though, guys. So he might have been a little more salty about the points. <laughs> well, yeah, here's really my take. Salty, but I was like, that, that's what I get for betting against him, though. <laughs> yeah, I but I mean, here's my take. In the, biggest, in the biggest game of the year, you should take every chance that you have to score those points. In all earnest, Chris, I believe two things can be right in this situation. True. I believe that you have to, you, this is why, okay, so first off, I didn't take um, uh, 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 aim. I want to repeat that. I didn't take aim with Shanahan taking the three points. However, I could see absolutely where you're coming from, Chris, that, that, that championship Super Bowls and points alone all are at a premium. So maybe you do go for it on fourth down, but I, I will tell you that as a guy who has been the play caller up in, well, on the sideline, because we didn't, we don't go up in the box at the, at the age level I coached. Right. But I've been the offensive play caller and you're not just making a decision in that moment. And this is why I don't fault him. I think it, either one could have been the right decision. Again, both can be right. I don't fault him for this reason. And, 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 and I'm not a Shanahan guy because he's a 49er coach, but I'm a Shanahan family guy because they're, they've coached and been around Colorado forever. And, uh, and I, I'll tell you that I've, I've learned things from coach from Shanahan, especially when it comes down to the downhill and cut back run game. I literally designed part of my playbook early on as a coach based on this, on the Mike Shanahan run game, actually his daddy on the cutback game. He ran in Denver to win two Super Bowls with Terrell Davis, FYI. And so, I just feel like somebody, as somebody who's coached before, it's tough to say that he's wrong or right either way, because let's say he goes for it, they don't score, and the Chiefs just come down and kick a field goal. They win. You had a position to take three points and force them to score a touchdown to win or a field goal and let you get the ball back. Tough decisions. So I do believe that Shanahan made the right choice by taking the three points because he put the tougher decisions and the earnest of the game on on Patrick come fucking beat me the downside is he did that right and ultimately I mean is it odd for a, a play to be overrun by the quarterback and a different decision made what do you mean like oh, even uh, though yes actually yes and no so game manager versus field general Preston alluded to this earlier. P, good job on bringing this up earlier because you made a very valid point, the difference between a general and a manager. And when you're a game manager, and I've been in both positions, general and manager as in the quarterback position, right? It's complicated because when you're a game manager, the play comes in 
And now at their level, it might be two different options, but the play comes in and you only got one or two options. You might be able to change somebody's route, but you're not, you might be able to send somebody in motion to create a little, to figure out, you know, for, to unmask the defenses, you know, whether they're in zone or man, because if they're in man, he's going to follow if they're in zone. The, the guy that was over there covering him, like over the top of him on defense won't move easy stuff. Right. But he's a game yeah. manager, Chris. So to answer your question, podcast P alluded to this. He's a game manager. So yes, you do call audibles even as a game manager, but they're generally not going to be significant to the play. They're going to be like changing the play from left to right because you've got five blockers because you got the extra tight end and a receiver on this side and they have four guys or three guys lined up. So you have an overload. So you're going to run to the overloaded side. As an example, you might change that. You might change to, you might change a sweet play to the, short manned side because it's going to the wide side of the field as an example so even though it doesn't have as many people there if it's evens up which means like three blockers three three defenders or four blockers four defenders you're like okay i'll just run into that side because it's a stretch play i'm not taking advantage of the extra blocker i'm taking advantage of the wide side of the field i'm bringing these little things up because every little thing matters every little thing matters so to answer your question you, you do make changes, but as a game manager, they're subtle. As a field general, when I was in that position, Chris, and anybody who's ever played where they're in charge on the field, coaches like run play. Run, literally, you'll throw up like three or four plays, and I'll go look down at those numbers on my armband and pick which one I want to run. Right. So Because he – he trusts that I understand the situation out on the field, despite him seeing it from just a few yards away, you know, 30 yards away or whatever, right? He trusts my field. Yeah, usually those three options. Yeah, usually, right, right. usually two or three options, and you can pick the one. But a manager is going to get one option, or he's going to get one and an audible to change to. But he's not going to get, like, multiple options. Or sometimes, dude, sometimes those OCs will come in and be like, listen, I want you to run the scant right, blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, you get to the line, and you're like, holy fuck, this is the literal defense for that. When you're a manager, you're like, well, going to run the play like Coach said, or I'm going to flip the fucking play. <laughs> and when you're a you know, general, this you're going to hurt. No, when you're a field general, you – yeah, this is going to hurt. You're right. Though. But when you're a field general, you step back, Chris, and you're like, you're like, check five, check five, bang rang Rufio, bang because you already have audibles that you're going to call. <laughs> Rufio. Actually had one called bang rang Rufio, and it was just – it was just – oh, ADHD just took over. I'm sorry. Yep, but anyway, so does that – I hope that answers your question of why I don't believe that Brock Purdy could have changed into much in that moment. But see, here's the thing, though. He did it. Twice. One that could have ended the game before overtime. I mean, they, they left uh, Mahomes 30 seconds or 40, 41 seconds on the clock. That's which is okay. enough time for them to go down and kick the field goal to send it to overtime. Again, missing throws that you got to make that can end a game. I don't disagree with you on that. Yeah. I that was part of my argument in the first half of the show was he didn't make throws that guys make that end games, that guys make that dime out for touchdowns when, when receivers break that open. I mean, honestly, I, I think it was Debo Samuels, may have been somebody else, but either way, that receiver was so goddamn open. It might not have been Debo because remember he got hurt. He had a hamstring. He left for yeah, a little yeah. Debo was, they yeah. had him covered. He smoked, came back. Yeah, they did a good job with Debo. They did not do a good job with Christopher McCaffrey. It might have been, uh, quite frankly, they, look, shoulda, coulda, woulda, don't, don't survive because I got a shoulda, coulda, woulda, super. Facts. So they don't survive. But what I will say is that you had an opportunity to end the game in regulation by simply just hitting the first down. 
and not giving the ball back to the greatest player at this moment in my eyes. Again, and honestly, hard to argue with me on this one at the moment because we got a back-to-back Super Bowl champion first time in 20 years. It's a little hard to argue with me on he's the greatest player right now. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I want to go to Chris, Chris, give me everything you got from the game, full mouth diarrhea, because we want to give you some space. We just, we've been going on and on and on and on. Well, yeah, it was crazy in the first few quarters of this game, how it was completely scoreless. It was hard to really tell which way it was going to go. Tennis, but after that three at the end of the half shock, yes or no? Yes. Oh Yeah. On, please. I mean, and then after the halftime, that's when I thought they gave it away like the Lions did. You said that to me in a text, I think. Yes. I feel that they gave that game up just like the Lions gave the game up to the 49ers. I think you said that to me at the, towards the end of the game or right after the game in a text. I remember. That's what we were talking about the score, and it blew my mind. I went back to check the score again, and it was totally different. Sorry, guys. I'm enjoying a latte. It's delicious. Anyway, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Yeah, I was blown away bitch. by the score. <laughs> I am. I really Fat Boy Fridays. Those of you that know me, I do Fat Boy Friday. That's where I don't get black coffee, and I actually get a really good tasty latte. And I indulge because I don't drink them all week to not be unhealthy because – I'm getting to the age where sugar's starting to stay in places you don't want it. I heard that. That's Trey's honor. That's the power of three, bro. I mean, um, I, I just don't look have like, that problem. Apparently. I just look like one of those Girl Scout brownies because I'm just holding up three fingers, and I think that might be their thing. Because two fingers is – ain't that the – two fingers. The three fingers is the Girl Scouts. Speaking of which, did you I, hook I, up with your – never mind. Did you hook up with your dealer this year? Girl Scout cookies. Oh, like my actual God. Girl Scout cookies. No, I like, honestly, I was hurting during the holidays. So I'm going to probably, I'm going to, I'll catch them during the spring summer run when they do the cookies again. And that's where you get like the good Savannah smiles. You got the, like the lemon flavor and stuff. So I'm, I'm with it. But anyway, you see the price of those things. <laughs> How much is it a box now? Cause then they may not get me. Like five, it was five fifty last time I got it, but that was like before the pandemic, I think. That's not so, bad. Uh, let, <laughs> let me tell you, you're in for back home, boy. Oh, fuck. They're almost eight bucks a box. Double? Oh, damn. That, that's like a- For 10 minutes? 60% yes. increase for- Bitch, mint didn't go up 60%, you motherfuckers. The chocolate Facts. did, though. Facts. I don't give a fuck if it is for Girl Scouts. Uh, oh, wait. We, we got way off topic again. The cost of chocolate on <sighs> Your fucking chocolate's so good that everybody else goes up. God damn you, Germany, you're beautiful, luscious, delicious, awesome. Everybody knows it's the best chocolate in the world, chocolate. You motherfuckers. Hey, did you guys know the French fries aren't even from France? Yep. Anyway. Yeah, they're from Belgium. Yeah. The guys that were eating them were speaking French, so Americans called them French fries. It's kind of funny. But anyway, um, talk about fucking shit up. We fuck everything up. Can I just remind us that we fuck everything up? God bless America. So. As I mean, we, hey, we are the fuck around and find out generation. So as, as we digress and get towards the end of the show, I want to get to a couple things real quick here. So we talked about some takeage on the game and how shocked we were at scores. And it was really one of the lowest scoring Super Bowls in the first half. It may be the lowest. I'm not sure. I, I, there may be like a really bad. one of the most exciting. 
Well, remember they used to play them as home games, so there may have been like a like a, like a three to three or zero to zero first half because of they used to play these in like the Green Bay Tundra, guys. The TV industry sure made out from this Super Bowl, bro. I made out. Facts. I wasted. Dude, no, no, no. Like, okay, so who played the Taylor Swift? Fuck that. Let's get into some real news. Who played the Taylor Swift game? So I got really into the Super Bowl Taylor Swift game. What it was, was you were supposed but to... She's only on screen for 54 seconds? No, no, no. But, uh, a, you did send me the thing of her chugging a beer. Yeah, it's not... Oh, it's, she was doing shots! First off, they were chugging beers, too. I do shots. But listen to me. The Taylor Swift game was fun. Every time they showed Taylor Swift on TV, you had to either take a shot, chug some of your beer, or, 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 like, chug some of your margarita. Why? Well, you get a pass. I'm just telling you I played, and it was so fun. Because how many times they showed her, though? So my original commitment was a margarita per time. That lasted for the first three times they showed her, though, because I was already starting to get fucked up. I was like, God damn, I'm already three margaritas in, and we're like a quarter into this game, and they've already showed her three times or four times, three times. So anyway, long story short, though, guys, I kept drinking until they showed her down in the audience when they were getting the trophy, and then finally I was like, okay, I'm just going to chug this margarita because I'm fucking wasted. That's when Trey <laughs> was texting me. I was junk text. I was junk texting Chris about Taylor Swift shots. It was great. My daughter, by the way, my oldest daughter, she now now before you guys don't think of this wrongly, I I have all adult children. Well, technically on March second, I will have all adult children because the last one's eighteen next month. But I have adult children. No, not. Yeah, he is. It's it's been that long. P. He's not a kid anymore. That's right, your old P. We're old, and dog. That little fucker is not. Yeah. Four Remember when he was like 10? Four is not. No, no, Chris. I think Chris really met my kids, though, when four really was only like maybe 10. Yeah. And and and, and Chris had known me. I met him when he was 14. He was still like only 10. Right, yeah. He's 18 in a, just a few, literally nah. a year, two weeks, nah. bro. That is not a lie. Nah. Hey. No, nah. nah, because we can't be 29 no more. Wait, wait, hold on. Is, yeah, is that your uh, your last child support payment? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's I'm fucked playing. up, bro. Nah, his I mom's a cheater. She couldn't get me for child support. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, we were on a fucking show. Oh my god. Hey, but that last payment <laughs> makes you feel good. <laughs> oh, man, no, I made my last child support payment a while, while back. I was actually very proud of it. Guys. But you I'm felt good when you made that last payment. Be a good feeling. His yeah, oh absolutely. His sister that's a little bit older than me. Or a little bit older than me. Oh, wait, what? No, I sound like I'm drunk. That's his a sister? How the fuck is that possible? His sister that's like a year and a half older than him. Let's get this right. Oh, no, no, no. She's two years. She's she's she, like literally a month shy to the day. Literally a month than you, right? She's a month shy to the day of being exactly two years older than him because they have the same birthday. They're just a month. Their birthdays are a month apart. But anyway, so she's like a yeah, year and literally birthday. a year and she's a year and 11 months. So we just say she's two years older than him, right? So anyway, um, no, uh, so what the hell were you even talking about, man? I was talking about my kids, and you guys got me off track. Fuck all that. We need to get back to this football talk because I'm trying to go order some food. I still got to eat. Sure, that shit already, dog. That's what, that's what I'm Taylor Swift, the shots. Oh, I got wasted off Taylor yeah, Swift. We were talking, we were talking, we were talking about the game. Oh, so I lost count and took an extra drink just in case, but I got up to 13 or 14 drinks, and I'm pretty sure the end count – Official end count for like we're talking like you know like FanDuel betting, ESPN bet, all that stuff. They, there are people, yes, there are people that bet on how many times they would show Taylor Swift the over under all of it, guys. It's great. She has brought so much fun to prop betting and sports because prop bets. The best part about prop bets is they're stupid 
they're impossible to nail um and they're funny half the time especially for the school like how many times are they going to show taylor swift and i don't i'm not a betting man so instead i just drink every time but anyway guys that was a fun part for the super bowl i really had fun with that people keep on hating on it if you want but i really had fun with that guys i'm actually okay see i, I don't i didn't want to care about travis kelsey and and hers fucking little things but what it really did do is bring daughters and dads together to watch bro like girls it was just uh, to see her they still spent time with their dad and for dads around what i'm sure that was greatly appreciated hell so I, yes I'll give my hats off to that i personally appreciate it that was awesome to see you know i'm big about dad daughter days and, and st- i got three daughters everybody well not everybody but my boys know that and my fans know that that i have three daughters and i'm all about them my sons can you know go figure it out you're a man now just kidding uh, i'm not that harsh um that's really what kind i mean i didn't i don't even think i got that luxury but anyway um so uh it's it, it was really exciting to see that di- and, and guys you talk about the dad daughter aspect of it so my daughter couldn't be here and she actually had her own Super Bowl party and, and she lives an hour away. You know what I mean? And so she had her own Super Bowl party and we we were talking and stuff on like uh, she video called me and we were video chatting. Both of us were drunk. It was great. And so it's so awesome that you bring up the dad daughter aspect because my daughter and I, my daughter's not a football fan. Uh, her husband's a diehard. That's why they had a Super Bowl party. My daughter does also like shots, though. And so she was taking shots every time they showed Taylor Swift. And we were having so much fun um, from a distance because, she, like, again, she lives an hour away on video calls. And that's just the cool part that Preston just talked about. And thank you for that. Uh, how about that girl from Iowa that hit 3,000 points? Oh, a Caitlin yeah. Clark? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's wish. pretty dope. Yeah. Literally broke the NCAA. Be- well, hold on. Wait. Well. I just we're gonna we're gonna say this because you interrupted for this, but normally we're supposed to do this at the end. Um, and now, now technically it'll be at the beginning when we come back from vacation. But anyway, from our winter or winter into spring break, I don't want really, to. I, I hate calling it spring break because it's still freezing cold. So it's our end of winter break. Anyway, um, but when we get back in March, we are going to be talking about NCAA. We're going to be talking about the NCAA tournament. Caitlin Clark came. Caitlin Clark did not. So what you guys don't know is women finish usually finish college. They don't come out early. They get their degrees, they finish college because the money isn't as great as the men get, right? So what's really cool is, is is that she broke the NCAA women's uh, scoring record. And did you guys see the shot that she made for it? It was like from NBA beyond distance for the three. Oh, yeah, she she shot way outside the arc. Yeah, that was on purposely, right? That was that was a purposeful shot. And I can make. She's like, I'm gonna break the record with a in a an NBA men's NBA three. I'm gonna show you what's up with nothing but ass. You think Steve? Right? It was Curry. Uh, shit. Watch this, dude. It was way outside the arc. It was crazy. Oh, I did. Did you guys see that? Okay, before we get back to Dynasty Talk and and in the show on Dynasty Talk, let's go ahead and finish up with Steph Steph Curry because yes, I did see where he went off for like eleven shot. Dude, it was like five of them were in a row. It was no, seven. No. It was seven. It was seven. It was seven. It's a record. Seven he did a damn game. Not even his yeah. little antics that he does. Those are fucking cool, though. Um, but he did it in the game. I was like, this fool is going yeah. off. And then they was like, LeBron yeah. James is Stephon Curry should play. Listen, you know I watch all sports news, not just football. Somebody was like, LeBron James and Stephon Curry should be on the same goddamn team. And I was like, you are a devil to basketball. Why the fuck would you say that? 
We can't have two of the best people ever on the same team at the same time. Could you imagine? That's why it's a problem. I can't imagine, okay? We don't need that kind of nonsense. Now, 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 now. wait, 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 wait. wait. You're going full on trail. Even Trey Smith is in the building. You have lost Jason Tatum no, I'm just and the joker to it. There's going to be a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Uh, guys, spring football coming up at the end of March, right after we get back as well, to be the kickoff of the new UFL, which is a merger of teams from the uh, XFL and USFL. And I think this really was the best way to able to – Either one league was going to die or they were going to have to merger and shrink a little bit. Because remember what I kept telling you when, when when the XFL came out, there was no UFSL first off. It was just the XFL at first, remember? Before 2020 yeah. ruined everything. And I remember I told you, I was like, man, this is great. And then we came back from the pandemic and the USFL started. And do you, I don't know if you remember because then we were doing a talk show. And I don't remember if you remember what I told you when they came back and it was the Vipers last year or the year before or whatever, last year I think it was. Um, when they came back and the rock brought them back, I told you, I said, and the USFL was going. And I said to you, I said, dude, the, I don't believe, this is what I said, I don't believe that the that the system can support two different two separate competing and different spring leagues simple and plain that the nfl needed to get involved and support one combined league and i just want to give my hat off to not only the rock and the people the owners over at fox media group that own the usfl or whatever that's why fox had the television rights to it and all that right so um, the Fox yeah. Sports group that owns it. I mean, honestly, Rupert Murdoch owns it all, let's be honest. But at the end of the day, the Fox Sports media group that really got involved there, I want to give my hats off to them and The Rock over at the XFL. And, and more importantly, Danny, The Rock's ex-wife, who's his extremely devout business partner, which Thank shows you two people can adult and be great together and not actually have to be together. It's okay. Um, but anyway, I just want to point that out that there is a lot of real um, therapeutic adulting going on there that people do not realize, right? But anyway, um, they were able to all get together and get the, you know, get people, because you know, the Rock had ESPN for for for, for the XFL and, um, and ABC and whatnot. And then they had over there, um, I think it was, it was NBC and Fox. I don't remember. It might've, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was NBC and Fox. Yeah, it was point, NBC and Fox. It was really cool to to see competing factions put down their guard just to, just long enough see that only one of us is allowed to survive if we do not join forces and it's better to live together than it is to die alone die when you alone. don't know which one's going to die because it would have just come down yes. to money and who pulled out first that, I mean, that's also how Preston was that's born. That's what she said. I'm just playing on this. <laughs> that's how your kids were born. But, 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 guys, I'm really proud of all of these factions. Super cool that they could get together and figure this out. Because now we have one yes. United Spring League. And I, I, I'm not as excited about the playoffs being right there at the start of summer. Playoffs? But at least it's not freaking in, like, the end. Well, actually, they were all. You know what? I'm not even – I'm, I'm, I'm listen, like in April. I don't want to play in snowball either. Okay. How many, they play like eight weeks. Couple yeah. months. So let a little short two of a month, two, two months. If so that, play, that includes playoffs and shit. April, so all, like of May, in April. all of April, all of May. And you have to look up the, well, look, you know, listen guys, we don't want to spoil our comeback show. So we'll look up the schedule when we come back. Okay. If you want to look up before Are they, 
Have either one of you heard about the flag football women's league they're trying to come out with? Dude, what are you talking yeah. about? It would make sense since it's going to be a, 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 a Olympic start. This Olympics is going to be lit. At, oh, no, wait. Isn't that the next Olympics? In, 2028. Yeah, this is 2028 Olympics. Yeah, that one in that one's in L.A., I believe. Well, L.A. is the primary North American host city. Mexico City is the primary uh, mid-North American city, you know. And then I believe Canada. I want to say uh, either uh, – maybe not the Canadian West Coast – I want to say Canada has a primary city too, and then there are some subset stuff like, uh, uh, like Dallas uh, lost their chance to host the match or the championship or something, but somebody else got it. I read for soccer. You know, I mean, I've been keeping up with the men's national team. That's why, and the women's national team. Yeah. Bro, bro, after the girls went out the way they did last Olympics, or was it FIFA? I forget which one it was. Maybe both. Either way, they're coming back with a vengeance. Oh yeah. From the from the oh you know why I may be mixing it up because remember the 2020 Olympics were pushed back a year they actually happened in 2021 that's why I'm throwing that up but anyway and I believe they were in the southern hemisphere so it sucked because it was cold where we were at during the Olympics for summer think about that yeah. <laughs> I think when they the winter games. Australia for the summer I'm like bro that's our winner quit <laughs> anyway. Um, 86 or something like 86 percent of the entire world's population lives in the northern hemisphere fun fact yeah now now gents or maybe that wasn't the population maybe that was the largest city pop maybe that was a large city base or something populous maybe that would be in india then wouldn't it man they all over because of india isn't it all, well, you know, China's a big country with a lot of people. That's in the northern hemisphere. Of most of, if yeah, not all of India. India is a small country with a lot of people in it. Wait a minute, I don't know. I don't remember the. Didn't the equator go through at least some of India? I don't remember. I don't exactly have a Who? globe sitting right here. No, no, it does not. It does not. Are you looking at a globe? Right you motherfucker! No, beautiful son of a bitch! You're a Google. I'm, I'm not Google. I just know it sits above the equator. I mean, I, like I know it goes to Africa and shit. Like I'm not totally it's just I usually just look over at the map I had on the wall and it would be there, but I don't have the map on the wall. I don't have like know that here, dude. It's like Chris, ADHD is its own weird, crazy superpower and and greatest enemy at the same time. And you know that firsthand because you'll remember the stupidest, more animist shit for no reason. It'll come in handy one day, forty-five years down the road, but you don't know it. All right, so I have, one, I have a couple questions. Happen. A couple roundtable questions we got to get through. So let's go. Here let's we go. go. Baker Mayfield. Should the Buccaneers Ooh. resign him? Or, and if not, then who? Go. Okay, honestly, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, like I told you in the text, he wants to play, play back there and they want him back. So it's pretty much a done deal unless somebody offers him even more money. So to me, that's a, that's a gone for a conclusion. He's back with the Bucks next year. Maybe another uh, playoff. Uh, visit. We'll see. With key pieces fixed, you know, because you've got uh, Ryan Jensen has to, be, they have to get a new center. They're going to have to get some defensive ends uh, with the draft and shit and free agency, but if they can keep him signed and Mike Evans, oh my god. Alright, we move Anyways, over to me. Yeah, I, I definitely see him trying to keep him signed because I'm not sure that there's going to be another team that's going to pay him more money. That's the interesting part that I agree with you on that one is in both of their circumstances, essentially it's cheaper to keep her 
and Baker's willing to sign up because here's the thing is if I'm going to keep Baker I'm putting him on a two or three year contract and we're going to go make try to make some fucking serious runs here yeah, and so Baker I can add him having fun him. so that's that's the biggest thing right as long as you have fun yeah. well remember he came out like I think he was uh 20 oh, Kyler's 2019 so Baker I believe was 2018's first overall pick so, like, oh, plus yeah. he's a very coachable player and he yes. and he was fired up he got the dog in him. He ain't always got the right answer, but he got the dog. And that dude, hey, listen. Hey, remember the chicken wing injury? And that motherfucker just kept playing with Cleveland. Yeah. And he yeah, just- so they signed him on at one good time. Oh, my God. When he finally got injured all the way, oh, man, like I literally hurt when it happened to him. Like I hurt when he hurt. Yeah. And I, I was so I am going to call him Tampa Bay Kerr Mayfield. Tampa Baker. Okay. All right. All right, boys. Next question. When it comes to King Henry, where should he go? Money or ring chance? Ring. Yeah, ring. Because let's let's be honest. If he gets uh, ring, he's the got, money's going to come. He's got, he's got enough fuck paid. No, he's got enough fuck paid anyway because he got paid as a running back for Tennessee when they still fucking paid running backs good. So he done been got yeah, when he was running shit. Exactly. He, well, needs, he I, needs the ring. Yeah. Now I think you become. You get in Tennessee. I think you become a heavy down, heavy down power goal line, heavy you know short down goal line, heavy back. Um, we know he can run, but 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 let's but let's take some of that alleviate some of that pressure by getting him some speed backs, and he takes a little less money. But where do you go where there's some speed, they can afford to bring you in, and where you don't mind being maybe having a little lesser role? And don't forget, Derrick Henry can throw. That man is uh 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 uh, uh, uh. that man is seven eight is it seven or eight for one less passing and the or two less he has two less. He has two missed passes or dropped passes, right? Right. All the rest of his passes are touchdowns. <laughs> Derrick yeah, that's because they're within the Derrick end zone. Henry yeah. can throw the trick play in the end zone. Derrick Henry is one of the highest rated quarterbacks in NFL history that have at least eight to ten passes. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is he not the highest one of the highest rated quarterbacks? You are you are not you are not wrong, sir. And this is why we re- make you correct. have like a thousand or two hundred or three hundred or five hundred passes, so we can at least get a. It's called getting a little weighting to the numbers. What it's called in in metrics and in mathematics. But anyway, yeah. um, so guys, okay, um, hold on. I have a couple more questions. These are going back into the game. So, <clears throat> 49ers, back to the Super Bowl. Next year, yes or no? I don't see a repeat from the 49ers. I'm gonna go no also. Not not to the Super Bowl. I just don't think they get back. They may make it to a division yeah. championship yeah. or something. What's helping them is their quarterbacks costing them less than a million dollars a year. Let's be let's be real. Um Brock Purdy may come to them and be like, I want to get paid. I fucking took you to two NFC championships I mean, this, and the Super Bowl. Yeah. I want to get paid. And, 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 I mean, they, they can pay him. And and, and the, now the downside is, is if he sits, he, so when you're poor and you miss the irrelevant draft, uh, when you, if you, if, if he doesn't play ball, he doesn't have a lot of leverage unless somebody else wants to pay him. You see what I'm saying? And they have rights to him since they drafted him for at least, I think it's four years. But they can't, I don't believe they can franchise a seventh round pick. But that's the catch. 
I don't believe they can. I don't think so. I know you can franchise a first and a second round pick because that's huge investments. You know what I mean? Well, how many free agents are the 49ers going to have this season? Well, they also have higher draft picks that they're going to probably have to franchise. All, all bullshit. Um, they have a lot of problems there. That's my worry for them is the cap, actually. Chris, great point. Right. They uh, they did lose one of their key defensive players in the Super Bowl from a non-contact play. His Achilles torn. His left Achilles uh, snapped. Listen, I was like, Achilles injury. You know, I hate the 49ers. I felt so bad for that kid. I was like, oh, my God. You know, injuries. Yeah. I want you to I want you to fail miserably at your best because that's when I can rub it in your face. When you get hurt, right, not I, be running I, on the field and just hit just snaps. Yeah, I've been injured in non-contact injuries and, and and contact. It's not fucking cool. It sucks. You're set back and it can end your career, your college, your high school career. It can end anything at any point, any injury. And so I feel oh, yeah. deep because it's happened to me. I felt and it's literally trajected my my trajectory out of a sport. I literally can tell you that it hurts to see a kid go down like that who's made it to a level I could have only dreamed of, bro. Seriously, I feel bad for him, and I and I not and I hate the 49ers. But I don't wish and I, I so I've got like salty fa- friends that you know they never played a sport and they have no heart. When you have both of those combined, yeah. they're like fucking injure him, blow his knee out, and I'm like, whoa, bro. Clearly, you've never had your knee. Yeah, that's somebody's love. It's not even that. It's like you're you're wishing pain on somebody. You're you're trying to take away how they make money, how they feed their fucking family, bro. That's fucked up. Crushed as a man of full strength, because that's when you can really hurt his feelings. (laughs) All right. So, anyway, next question, boys. I'm gonna go to Chris first for this one. Kansas City, dynasty or not? Three Super Bowls in five years. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, as long as they can retain, you know, no, no. keep. Are they a dynasty already or not? Yeah. 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 I agree. I, I agree. I actually had a really long, drawn-out speech for one of you to disagree with me with, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'll still use it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I really did have a couple of points as to why. It's not just – First off, we call other teams that have done exactly that dynasties. So on a, just a fair point, Mark, that's a dynasty. But I go one step further of why they're a dynasty. It's not just the the, the three Super Bowls in five years, but we're forgetting that the six also, cons- or the seven consecutive AFC Championship games and the four and the four actual Super Bowls in that span they went to because they also lost one during that time. So, yes. and while we don't give uh, we, we don't give a lot of credit for losses, you can't deny that these motherfuckers made it to the last game of the year and just lost in that game to you guys, to your favorite team, V. My point is this. Yeah. How, at, at this point, this guy doesn't have to do anything else for me to call the Chiefs of right around that 2019 to 2024 and there, the Chiefs of five, a, a dynasty. For the better part, now for half a decade, you have owned the NFL essentially. And you've oh yeah, yes. Regardless, without a doubt, I mean they they have definitely proven to not only themselves but you know all their fans that they're worthy of being called that. Somebody said they had to win three in uh, four years, and I was like, first off, I'm pretty sure it was only the Cowboys that actually did that in, at first, Doesn't right? Doesn't matter, they did that. Right, but even the 49ers didn't do that when the 49ers was murdering the uh, NFL during the 
80s as an example, right? Even the right, even the right. Steelers didn't do that when they were murdering the NFL and basically owning the 70s, right? So Steel Curtain, baby. Steel Curtain, dude. And so, and then like I said, and then you have to also look at teams like the Cowboys that were actually a dynasty in the 70s, but just I'm getting blocked by the sadly by the Packers and the damn 49ers and shit like that. Um same thing be, in the 90s. Even in the 60s, the Cowboys were getting their asses, you know, getting their asses in the first in, in those first Super Bowls. But it was actually the Packers because uh the AFC wasn't need or not Super Bowls, but it was the NFL championships. No, it wasn't for wasn't the first Super Bowl the Packers and the Cowboys? No, I'm tripping. I'm thinking the ice bowl, which was the Packers. Packers, I think, were the second. I don't know. I think it was the ice bowl. I'm thinking of, and that was the championship to go to the Super Bowl, which the Packers did win. I think that's what I'm screwing up, because the Super Bowl is completely predicated on the merger. Remember that? But anyway, so I I digress. I'm pretty sure that 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 Bart Starr quarterback sneak during the ice bowl was was against the Cowboys for the NFC championship or what would become the NFC championship I should say. Anyway, um I believe back then it was still called the NFL championship because they the it really wasn't a merger merger merger. They were they were actually considering parting ways from the AFL if you want to know the truth. Because it was funny enough it was Lamar Hunt's Chiefs and the Jets that really saved not only the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl error but really saved the merger that would ultimately become the full-on NFL after the AFL-NFL merger and what created the NFC and AFC. And it's, it's all predicated largely on the Chiefs and Jets Super Bowl because up until those two, the other teams hadn't won it yet. You see why I say that? The, the AFC hadn't won a Super Bowl. They were getting slobber-knocked by the NFC, remember? And those were some good games good. when they actually played in the mud and the snow. No, I do not want to watch yeah. a Super Bowl played in a foot of snow. Stop, Come on, Chris. man. Fucking Michigan people, I swear. Every fucking time. Chuck says dumb shit like that to me about snow games, too. And I'm like, that's how I know that I will never, ever, 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 ever love your mindset about weather. But that's when those boys <laughs> played for the money. Bro, honestly, though, and they didn't play for a lot of money either. That's the best part. And you're right. They played their hearts out in bad weather for big games. And I'm like, I'm glad that we've, I'm I honestly, I'm glad that we've, you know, Vegas, Hollywood, Phoenix, Miami, the Super Bowl, because honestly, if I'm going to go anywhere in fucking February, dude, at the beginning of February, I definitely don't want it to be anywhere I even live now, let alone all the way up where you live, dude, <laughs> in the far Arctic North. Okay, it's not the Arctic. That's well, especially for anyway, what they're paying for those tickets, bro. Yeah, I don't. That's just it. Is I don't want to pay like five grand for a seat, or for five grand for each seat, five grand for two seats, and the noses nosebleeds with a pole halfway in my view. I still don't want to pay for that, and then go freeze my ass. Like, bro, I just I was telling my son, I was like, I I, I swear it because of what happened in Detroit. They'll probably never do a Super Bowl in a cold state again. Do you remember the Super Bowl at Ford Field? Oh, it's so bad. It was like negative two, negative five degrees outside. But yeah, that's why they play indoors now. Right. If you, but but that's my point is is the outside festivities were basically horrible, null and void, and and and, and terrible because nobody who wants to sit outside and freeze to death and you're not even going to get to go into the game, right? So I just think that we can we can do a little bit better. Um, as, as far as nixing out those cold places, I'm sorry, Michigan and Minnesota, because they have an indoor one too now. So Michigan and Minnesota, I'm sorry, but no, no, I don't want to go freeze my ass off in Chicago. 
Wisconsin. Okay. If you ever listen, they're never going to build an indoor stadium. Green Bay, that's what they do. They're like Buffalo people. If Buffalo ever builds an indoor stadium, I'll fall flat on my face or I'll just be old enough that it just happened. Like they all have it now or something, Dude, right? It's all the, it's all the, the last things to eat. It's all the hot sauce, right. the Buffalo sauce. That's they they just generate the heat now. The last yeah, the Packers. Is the Packers, the Packers will never have an clo- enclosed stadium ever. I don't ever that. see that happening. I'm not going to say never because anything happens, but I will say I don't believe I'll live to see this. And by the time it happens, all games will be in indoor stadiums, okay? That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> but that's a fan-owned team. Right. But the, the – oh, so the, okay, so there's some stuff like the NFL can just literally go in and get two-thirds of the teams – to vote that all teams must have a indoor stadium so that all games are truly equal and fair 100% contest. Oh. But I disagree. Yeah, yeah, that could happen. I'm not saying that they ever would. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, two or five commissioners down the road would ever even do that. All what I'm just saying is, is it, real turf, not no Astro turf. It can be done. And I do agree that, you know, the grass type stuff that's grown the sod that's grown and put in over on to, over the top of the dirt. I actually do think that that might be, there may be some right combination between this real thick grass turf and then the, the dirt that goes under it. Um, there may be some combination there that I think they're starting to get right. And, and, and we have seen more injuries on other types of fields, even the rubber, the rubber field fields. I liked those though. I felt like they were kind of bouncy, but I digress. We see injuries. We have to question it. Um, now I got to. I got to get to the important question. Let me get. Let me find something real melodramatic. Okay, oh. hold on. Here we go. All right, I'm just fucking with shut up. Fans, friends. Next question becomes the final question of the season. The elusive. The iconic. I was part of a three-peat team as a staff member. I have a big old championship ring. E, Chris, you know. The three-peat is hard to do. It's hard to be part of. It's hard to accomplish at any level. I don't care if it's peewee football all the way to the NFL, but none harder than when the greatest, greatest go against the greatest, greatest, right? It's so hard. As a matter of fact, it's never been done in NFL history. So the question of questions can only be possible if the back-to-back championship is done. The question of questions, the Jordan, like we used to call it doing the Jordan. We used to literally call it doing the Jordan guys. Pat Riley. He's the only man who's ever done it twice. Pat Pat Riley coined the phrase in three-peat in college. It's so hard to win three straight championships that we call those teams not just dynasties, but iconic. The iconic three-peat Bulls that did it twice, right? We call these teams iconic teams when you three-peat because it is next to, if not damn near impossible. And we don't talk about 100 years ago when there's only 10 teams playing, right? We're talking about these days. It's from, from basically 1980 forward with the amount of teams there are. It's, it was nearly impossible except for hockey. Hockey was slow to add a lot of teams. Let's be honest. 
Um, yeah, but so, I'm pretty sure the New sport. I want to say that the New York Islanders three-peated in the 80s. I just want to say that because I'm almost sure that happened. Okay. I thought it was the Rangers, but. No, I, did I say Islanders? Oh, my fucking God. I don't, I don't yeah, even you like You said them. Islanders. I don't even like the others. That's you like know. saying the Mets are seven time or twenty-five time champs. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, dick though. They won a lot. But literally, so guys, so they Michael, won twenty-five I, times. So you guys are like, New York team. So the question of questions. Goddamn beat ran out. Let me restart. Hold on. The question of questions. The iconic pulling the Jordan, doing the damn thing. Right? So hard to do that the Georgia Bulldogs couldn't do it this year when they had the opportunity to three-peat, right? Like, I'm bringing up points. It's so hard to do that the Duke Blue Devils in 91-92 couldn't do it in 93. It's hard to do. Can the Chiefs? Is it possible? Do I dare ask you to? Can the Chiefs three-peat and do the damn Jordan? So you're asking for way too early bold predictions, but no, um, no, the way, I'm just, the way things are going now, nobody's been able to beat them. So, and if you bet against Mahomes, you're fucking stupid. So at this point, at this juncture, you learned that the hard way, though. It's very likely. We did learn that the hard way last year, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a whole thing about it too. That was the whole thing last year. Wasn't gonna be shit, and then he won the Super Bowl back to back. So, at least this time, we totally Dick Roden got on the bandwagon early, right? We're smart. Yeah, but I still picked against him in the Super Bowl just just because, because I was like, come on, come on, CMC, let's get that McCaffrey, Bronco connection, Jersey. You kicked. You picked the Eagles for revenge. While I'm staring at the. Well, I, I did that. I did that. But like one, once it was Super Bowl time and it was Chiefs Niners, I was like, let's go Niners. Either way, I wanted the Chiefs to lose. Either way, I wanted them to lose. Right. So, Chris, what is your take on the elusive repeat and the Chiefs? Well, just like Preston said, I mean, it is definitely impossible at this point in time. But I mean, as long as no one gets hurt preseason. As long as they can keep key players, it, it is without a doubt possible. Yo, honestly, I thought if they lost this game, Travi was going to retire and take off into the right off into the sunset with his princess on his horse, like some real ass fucking Disney princess shit, right? I mean, shit, I would have. Now, we could argue that Travi might be the might be Cinderella in this shit because even with his bucks, he ain't shit compared to his wife who live in the castle already. I mean, they ain't married but, yet, but still. I call her, yeah. Full disclosure, they're not actually married. I just said wife. Anyway, you know, somebody got to go, oh, my God, they're married. Next thing you know, I'll be on the news for saying lies about Killer when I like Facts, them. right? So, you know, uh, tabloids everywhere. Conspiracy. So, right? It's all a conspiracy. So anyway, um, oh, what you guys saw, by the way, just I want to point out that all you conspiracy theorists that thought this game would get called in the Chiefs' favor, actually, the Chiefs took more penalties, and they were all fairly called. This game was very fairly called. I will say that. Um, there were some mistakes made, but they were equally made on both sides, so I have no complaints for once. It's because that one ref wasn't there. You're so fucking stupid. Shut up. Oh, my God. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it this time. I got you, P. I got you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Do not encourage him. And Chris, actually, do not encourage him either. Like, let's not encourage each other. How about that? 
Kurtzman is off. Why is that part of the reason the show is funny? Okay. You may actually be telling the truth. So let's may. do this, please. We do got to get out of here soon. Not going to lie. You can't okay? deny it. Preston oh. called that. I can't deny that I called the Chiefs for the repeat, but it's not exactly the biggest. Like, it wasn't even part of like, my bold prediction. I think so here's my truth is we'll talk about whether I could accept that as a bold prediction as it gets closer to when we do the board for real next season. Guys, honest answer. Okay. Okay. But I cannot stress enough that we are absolutely, um, I don't know yet because it depends on what happened. This is what I'm going to tell you. You, so at the start of this season, they, Chris Jones was holding out because they hadn't given him a deal. So long story short, he was like, I'm not showing up until you pay me because I'm not on like a contract right now, kind of, or whatever. So long story short, they got Chris Jones signed one week into the season because they got smacked around by the fucking Chargers, to believe it or not. We thought the Chargers were about to take flight after they whooped up on a cheese and we was like, oh damn. I literally was like, oh, damn, did I make a mistake on my AFC championship predictions here? So, because uh, I was like, y'all just got slapped in the face by the damn Chargers. But then they signed Chris Jones, and I was like, never mind, course corrected. So my answer to you two is I absolutely think that it's possible to repeat, but I think it's too soon to say anything because they have to plug or pay or fill through free agency or plug through the draft, fill through free agency, or pay, and how, and they may even need to restructure Patrick Mahomes' contract in order to be able to afford to pay somebody like Chris Jones. Because remember, they only signed him to a one-year little extension thing or whatever. So now that man want to be paid like Aaron Donald money, and I just I think so. I think here's the thing: just it's that deal. Deal. I think they seriously just did that. I have not been able to I'm get into my buyer's misread. You already know why. Both you know why I wasn't able to get into it much this later this week, and at my. My yes. grandfather passed away last week, so it was a, it was a, it was a, it's been a long go of it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. I was on bereavement. After totally that. understandable. Totally understandable. And shout out to Pops again, man, because really, honestly, uh, in, in my more formidable years as a young preteen, Pops used to have me watching John Elway. And honestly, I learned a lot about scrambling and boogieing from that dude when he was young, you know? And so shout out to Pops for Mission, yes. man. I know John Elway was your guy. I know Peyton was your guy. Peyton was finally when me and my grandpa had finally, finally, finally come to terms that I could accept the Broncos. <laughs> Just had to get yes. right on that. Just like any team, right? Anyway, hey, God listen, man, it has been a pleasure. Get your goddamn pizza. Right? It has been a goddamn pleasure to do this season with you boys. I just want to say that one more time. And uh, Chris, thanks for coming in late. Um, honestly, I didn't even expect you to be here, but your Detroit Lions really gave us every reason to keep bringing you back, and it was fun. And we appreciate you. <laughs> us. And don't forget, guys, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern, we are going to be live on here on Podbean, but literally taping the very uh, – well, the the the, the next what's well, actually it's episode two, so it's not the first episode. It was the first episode since we um, did the whole New Year's Day special, right? We normally don't do a, a show then, so I'm used to saying it's the first show. <laughs> but anyway, so it's the first show back. How about that? And uh, that's tomorrow, and then it, that airs on Mondays um, at. We're getting ready for this early time. It, air, it airs Monday. It, it's available for 
listen and download on all the podcast formats Mondays at 420 Eastern, 220 AM, 420 AM Eastern. <laughs> 220 yeah. Hey, if you're at the club on like a Sunday into Monday in LA, that, that is a thing, believe it or not. Um, if you're at the club on a Sunday into Monday in LA, you might catch us on your ride home from the club. Seriously, it's at 1.30 in the morning on uh, uh, Pacific. Oh, yeah, I probably. mean, hell, Lapa you might be dinner in Russia. Oh, we're not, never mind. You know we're banned in Russia now? Fuck Russia. Yeah. I mean, nothing to do with yeah, our football show. Just so I can be clear, it has nothing to do with our it has everything to do with the show that's going to be tomorrow. Wake and bake, baby. Check you that. bet. It's going to be a blast, guys. I cannot, I cannot explain enough how much I really have enjoyed. I just, like I said, I know that we're getting, we're, we're within just minutes of the show ending for the season, so we're back. So I just wanted to repeat one more time that I cannot stress enough how much I enjoy doing this with you guys and how much I had fun this season. And through the ups and downs of the season, and through the players and friends and family that we lost to this season, I just want to say that even through everything, I still love everybody, and it was a blast. And I hope I hope we just keep, keep doing this. And I mean, if I keep paying for this and they don't murder me over the price thing, um, we'll keep doing it. I don't even mind paying for it. I just enjoy it. It's, it's my release and to get to do my old career. Boys, carry on. Stop the dramatic. Who keeps playing that beat? Did I leave it on repeat? Yeah. That was you, Doug. You, you're you. Okay, this was supposed, this was supposed to be like my, my kiss goodbye to you guys. All right. So, P, uh, let's go to you first. Any closing remarks? Um, and again, I just want to say your jerseys will come before the start of next season. Not, I mean, next football season, although it'll probably be way sooner than that. I'm back. Um, i just like to say, man, what a hell of a year it has been. Crazy. Crazy. Oh fucking ride from start to finish who would have thought we would have ended up where we end up how the league is coming around technically uh, i said it at the beginning of the year but how we got there the oh hell to the gnaw how no, we got there no way I, you know saying the chiefs are gonna root wasn't easy um you know sort of easy thing to say right because we just saw it on on paper as we always like to say but to see the downs the struggles of that team and to still be there at the end amazing and then to see brock purdy get not only back to where he got when that game that at the very moment that took him out of last year but then to get past that and while i had some complaints about his performance in the end on a few plays that likely would have changed the game let's be honest and one of them would have put him seven points on the board and forced the chiefs to come down and tie it right but the reality is <laughs> that doesn't that come down to isn't Sorry, he doesn't it come down to experience? Absolutely. Isn't he such a great story over the last few years? And then, oh, yeah. wow, what about, before we go, what about CJ Stroud? That kid, literally, we, oh, we hated on him because I'm a, Michigan, trouble. I'm a Michigan guy, a Michigan fan, Michigan you. So I hated on him. I'm not going to lie to you on that. And I went I went for Bryce. I took the bait. I, like Ohio State. I took the bait because I didn't like him. I actually thought AR, but because you guys all picked AR, I went with Bryce. I'm not going to lie. Should've, should've, I just didn't want to have the same thing on the board. AR would have been like, oh, oh my dude, God. Dude, you would have stayed healthy. Shout out to AR. What a start to a rookie year, only to be ruined by an injury. But that kid really was out. Early on was shoulder injury. Oh, it took CJ a couple games to get it going, right? Um, he yeah, was out once he got it. early on. So I, I look forward for him to come back. Will Lutz or Will Le Will Levitt? I said he needs to sit on the bench. He's got a lot of learning to do. He needs to learn how to actually uh, actually execute with that cannon, right? His quarterback goes down. Yeah. 
late later in the season, he gets a chance to play. And wow, you know, it's not about being right. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy thoroughly being right. Right? But let me be clear. It's the arrogance in me. It's the Aries in me, actually. The arrogant Aries. That's what I said, the Aries. I, I just filled it in the rest of the way that what you really wanted to say, you know it. But anyway, so what I will say is this. What a shocker, though, man. So proud of that kid, CJ Stroud. I, I just was blown away by his performance. Um, the defenses this year were just insane. Like, who? please raise your hand if you had Cleveland as the top defense for 500, Alex. Nobody. Um, until the Dallas fell off? Wow, 41 points a game at home? I think they were up to 42, I think. So they're out, they got, got up to 40, average of 42 points a game at one point. Let's be real. Wow, just what a season, boys. Anyway, uh, let's go. So let's go over, let's go over here to Chris. Just want to say it's been one hell of a football season. Go Lions. Oh my God, that was the question I forgot to ask you. Will the Lions get back to at least the NFC Championship this year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They still got to make it to the draft just like everybody else. But they have just as much of a chance as uh, any other team. Logistically, uh, you guys are more oh. sound than most people as far as, like, we're talking, like, uh, the, 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 the free agency, the, the cost of doing business, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's going to be a big game changer for them this year. Uh, but I definitely think they have an opportunity to make it back into the big game. Um, and I also want to say thanks for letting me be a co-host on the show this year. And I'm looking forward to next year. I like you're getting sick, buddy. I just want to point that out. Yeah, I had a sinus uh, infection. Because you live in Michigan. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to try to make it. Well, no, yeah. It's, it's for... From it warming up and then getting cold again. Oh, so your your time, what you're dealing with right there, I deal with that in our uh, like late March, April time frame because it can snow and then be 80 degrees one day. Right. It's usually 70, but still it can be 80 and it sucks. You're like, I can't breathe. But anyway, and the and the pollen, it, it gets fun. But anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much for a great season. I appreciate you. I bid you goodbye, fellas. And Always. I, I, and I thank... I thank you to come back and be a friend of ours as as as, as much and as fun as you want to be next year. We'll, we'll see what those lines do, buddy. Um, and then, of course, Podcast P, as always, since we started this project, you have been nothing but fun. And your growth is phenomenal. I cannot – just like last year when you kicked my ass and took the, took the championship from me, your growth is just – your your takes, your breakdowns, your knowledge has just – like if I could have grown as fast as you, it may not have took me half my life to here. And thanks to all our listeners. Dude, you took it before I could yes. say it. Thank you. Um, guys, have a great day. Podcast P, our morning show is early enough in the morning that if you want to stop by once you want to say hi, feel free. Um, I will tell you that there is one slight issue. We are covering the and, and, and boys, you guys can get out of here. I'm just gonna talk about one thing we are gonna be covering next week on Wake and Bake America that's extremely important because the taping of that show coincidentally happens to be um, Friday evening and although we'll pretend like it's morning it is going to be Friday evening and it's because it is a it's roughly going to be a two-hour special on the curious case of Natalia Barnett 
And Cami, of course, is going to is our Cami is our up to date reporter. Chris and I have so many questions, and I'm going to go binge watch the last couple of episodes tonight just so I can get back on track with how it all ended. I'm right. I got to go back and recap. I'm going to go back and recap a couple episodes. I'm actually going to ask Cami if she wants to. Oh wait, I'm thinking I, I got to do this tomorrow. I'm tripping. This next. <laughs> No, but this next week, I really need to watch the entire season all over again, at least the second season. Yeah. Um, because I don't forget what they said, all the crazy stuff, and they go back over that in the second season about that girl. But she gets to make her case in the second season. And as you and I know, that becomes very enlightening. People, please check out the curious case of Natalia Barnett and join us right here on podbean.com. Look up wake-in-bank-america show on podbean.com and you can be here live if you are a crazy um, nut job about those crazy shows like that. This is the perfect episode for you. That's going to be Friday, February... I forget the date. I think it's February 23rd. Friday, February 23rd. Um, time to be determined. So set up the alerts to get the alerts when Wake Up Big America goes live on Podbean. Download the app. Uh, they don't pay us to say that, but since it's our platform, we probably should. <laughs> We're out of here. It's been a fabulous football season. Golly, has it been really been yeah. four years? Four years with Preston. I'm so proud of him. Four years. Wow. That Preston, way to stick it out for four years and put up with my shit. I'm pretty proud of you, actually. Season five of Blunt Football Talk coming this spring. Um, and the real NFL season five, because, you know, we have our season where we stay talking about sports, but the NFL season five next fall, baby, I think it's going to be a wild one. It is. It really has been just twist and turns every year. It's as good as a great suspense, guys. Stick around because we're the stony, crusty dudes that get you there about the NFL and sports right here on Wake and Bake America Radio. We are the premier sports show, Wake and Bake America, and the premier show of professional spring and fall professional football. Have a good, 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 good spring and summer. And if you if you only like us for football, we'll see you when you want to be here. <laughs> This is your station. I like this right here. The People Station. Money Vince. Falcon. Here comes the heat, y'all. Trey gonna be that old guy in, in, in the in temples. And, and, and khakis with a butt. I've been saying this for how long? <laughs> I can't step outside naked. You jumped into the river. What did you do? Did you run the I river? In. I jumped in. I autocorrect. Make me look stupid on Facebook every day. With Luxembourg. I can't do it. It's Luxembourg. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That's what they all say. Oh, look at you, girl. <laughs> tracking app on it. And it found that Who that is actually using that? <laughs> Welcome home, gentlemen from the 4th Infantry Division, 4th ID. Yeah, yeah. I think he was trying to be funny, but it kind of echoed. I think he was trying to hit her on a discount. Oh! oh.